Welcome to Co-Creation Station with Colin and Stephanie, a podcast about the law of attraction, the art of allowing, spiritual magic, and how to enjoy this strange and miraculous journey we call life. Thanks so much for tuning in. Now here are your hosts, Colin and Stephanie. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Co-Creation Station, the podcast where we talk about the law of attraction, the art of allowing, spiritual magic, the mind-body-spirit connection, and how to best enjoy this mystical, miraculous, mysterious, crazy, sometimes confounding, but always incredible journey we call life. My name is Colin. I am a teacher, tarot, oracle card reader, and a singer and guitarist in the rock band Red Treasure, and I'm located in beautiful, sunny North Hollywood, California. My name is Stephanie Orlina. I am a transformational life coach, and I help people shift away from negative thinking. And I'm in San Diego, California. Thank you for watching and listening to us. At this time, we are posting a brand new episode for you every Monday morning. And thank you so, so much uh, for doing whatever your platform allows you to do to support the podcast, liking us, following us, subscribing to us, leaving us a comment, and writing us a review. Um, we're super grateful to you for that. All of that helps other people find the show. Each week we start a discussion from a different jumping off point, and this week we didn't, in our friend time discussion right before the podcast started, we didn't necessarily have a major topic that seemed to naturally flow out, so we're going to uh, use one of my Oracle card decks. Um, this is the Wisdom of the Oracle deck. Um, apologies to the audio listeners who don't see the box, but <laughs> that's what it looks like. And uh, we're just going to pull a card and then discuss uh, whatever topic the card seems to cover and how that relates to Law of Attraction, Art of Allowing. Alrighty. Uh, so this card is called To Be Fair. I'll hold it up for the YouTube viewers and then I'll try to describe it. Got a little bit of glare going. Uh, for the audio listeners, uh, this is a lady in like a Victorian dress of some sort, and she's got like the scales of justice. Uh, so she has like a, she's carrying one gold metal plate, and the other is hanging from one of her hands, and then the, another golden metal plate is hanging from her other hand. So she's sort of, and then she's got some flags hanging above her or something like that. Um, Does so, every card have her on it? Have who? That. No. Okay. No, they're all they're all different. Um, thirty-eight. Card thirty-eight. Uh, to be fair, the essential meanings of this card are about balance, justice, a need to consider all the options, mutual benefit, and law of cause and effect. Uh, the message of this card is life offers experiences that are challenging and experiences that are nourishing, yet over time they strike a balance. You move from being from stasis to doing, from discovering, sorry, from discovering, loving, to letting go, to being again. Life is a pendulum swinging between all of these states. You will always oscillate back and forth between doing and being. If you are not in control, uh, uh, sorry, if you are not content with where you are at this moment, remember that all experiences have their place. Accept them without judgment and you will see how the universe adjusts in perfect balance. You reap what you sow. For every cause there is an effect. 
wondrous things can be revealed. Does someone, so does something stand out to you as you read that one? Well, yeah, I, I think it's sort of like, for me, it's an art of allowing uh, view of that, what that's, that card is talking about, which is that um, you and I have talked about this before, that contrast is necessary. Um, sometimes in order to help manifest the most amazing, wonderful, joyous things in our life, we actually need what, what Abraham Hicks calls a contrast experience, which is not something necessarily that we're going to love or be happy about or whatever, but that leads us uh, to create the manifestation of something we really do like and we really do want and would make us really happy. Um, I have a pretty strong example <laughs> of when I first moved to Los Angeles about eight years ago. I was I was couch surfing at first, and uh, it was fairly I, I was fairly stressed out because I had to both um, look for my next couch surfing opportunity, and I also was trying to find a permanent place to live at the same time. And it was a lot to juggle, um, especially having just moved to the city for the first time. And I was in a couch surfing situation with somebody. And uh, basically the person who let me stay in a room in their house apologized but said that I couldn't stay there anymore. I had planned to stay there for like four nights or something. And after the first night, they, were say, they said, oh, I'm so sorry, but you have to go. Um, we can't have you in the house anymore. We're really sorry. And I literally didn't have a place to sleep that night. <laughs> um, and it was very difficult for me to perceive that situation as anything other than bad and wrong right, right. and I remember sitting in my car and calling my sister Kelly who's been on the show and who's a loyal loyal listener to the show here um, and she I'll, I'll never forget I told her the situation I said you know I had a couch surfing thing I was supposed to go four nights you know I did one night and the, the person said I, you have to go and I don't know where I'm gonna stay tonight like this is a little scary for me and she said I don't know how, Colin, but somehow this is all for your greater good. Wow. And That's hard to take that. Yeah. In, yeah. When you're in that position. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's easy when you're on the outside yeah. looking in, <laughs> but being in the center of that yeah. circumstance, it's like, that's a hard. Yeah. I'm not sure it was easy for Kelly to say that to me because she heard how freaked out I was, you know. And even as as solid as she might have been in that knowledge, it's hard to tell somebody sometimes like me who's freaking out, like, yeah, yeah. you know. And she wasn't like mean or controlling about it. She was like, "Hey, no, you know, no, not calm at down all. and trust the universe, gone." I mean, yeah. she was like, just, but you know, in my in this moment of like kind of desperation, like mm -hmm. little ray of sunshine, like even this, the universe yeah. has good things right. planned for you. Right. Yeah. And um, I went to. Uh, I was actually my, my friend because I was I just moved from San Diego where you live um, and where we met um, to Los Angeles and our mutual friend Zoe um, who had a band with her boyfriend at that time uh, they'd come up they were coming up from San Diego to play a show at a, a music club in Hollywood and I'd asked my friend Corey who's lived here for years uh, and is a musician and plays in my band and all this stuff. Um, if he wanted to go to the show and he was like, yeah, that'd be cool. So I met him there 
and we were super early. We were probably an hour before Zoe's band was going to start. And uh, he said, how's your housing search going? <laughs> and the funny thing is, I mean, I was well, you and I had talked a lot about the law of attraction at that point. So I was like, well, don't, I knew not to be negative and focus, you know, negatively on the situation, but I also well, you was, weren't, you weren't during that time when people would ask you being negative and discouraged and well, no, I, I think I was being fairly optimistic, but like, that was a, that was the toughest moment of like, so when I, when I walked in, I remember walking into the club basically saying, I'm not going to talk about this because okay, I was concerned awesome. that it would just, I would just get in a negative vibration. But Corey's first question was like, how's the housing search going? <laughs> <laughs> and so common, I, right. For a lot yeah. of us, when we know someone's doing it was, something yeah. or whatever. I mean, but, Corey's a really good friend of mine. And I think he would know that's the most important thing going on in your life right now. Cause you just yeah. moved to LA. You yeah. don't have a place, you know? And so I tried to be as positive as I could, but I think I probably let some of the desperation leak out as like, I'm, I'm going to be homeless. But I really love that you were even like consciously before you walked in was like, okay, I'm not going to bring this. Yeah. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That and then be like, okay, it came up. Yeah. It was like, okay, I'm going to do my best to think about it in a way that's going to serve yeah. me versus or talk about it in a way that's going to serve me more than it's going to hurt me. Yeah. And it was a really, you know, like it was, I'm not going to say it was easy to do that mentally, but I was it's thinking a conscious decision that you made. Yeah. No, and I was thinking, benefit. and I was thinking like, I really, you know, Corey and I are really good friends. I, there was the potential for us to have a really good time. Um, I was really, I'd never seen uh, Zoe and her um, then boyfriend, now husband's band play. So I was really looking forward to that. I was looking forward to talking to Zoe and her, then boyfriend after the show and i was like if i i didn't i do remember at the time i knew like oh if i start if i start off talking negatively about oh i had a place to stay whatever that that could be a momentum thing that just like the oh, whole yeah. night becomes yep. about most people would join you in that yeah, yeah. oh that's blah, so blah, bad blah. oh i'm yeah, so wait, sorry that happened hard. yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Like, but at the yeah. same time it was like i didn't have a place to stay like once the show was over. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? But, How cool. Because that's so the art of allowing. is just yeah. Even though you have this problem going on and you have no idea how it's going to be resolved. Yeah. And what you're going to do next. You went and you did something that helped you get into get in and near the vortex. Exactly. Which is such an allowing thing. Then, because it's already done. Like when we ask, it is given. I think that's like the deepest thing is that we... I need to get and that I want to support others in getting that is like in that con contrasting situation, rocket the energetic rockets of desire shoot out and spirit always says, yes, your inner being is now focused 100% because has no doubt that you can be, do or have anything. So it's created energetically just waiting. So it's a gathering law of attraction is gathering because it's responding to inner beings focus. It's gathering all these cooperative components most of the time I'm the only one that's not cooperative because I'm doubting, I'm fearful, yes. you know, I'm, I'm worried all these negative emotions or I'm pissed off at blah, blah, blah for doing dot, 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 you know, all these things that I am nowhere near in the vicinity of the vortex. So therefore I can't be a cooperative component. Yeah. And yep. it's really as easy as that. So you were, allowing by going and you know for those 30 60 minutes 
of just being present in the moment, listening to music more so than worried about where am I going to sleep tonight? Yeah. And I, I, I feel like my memory of this part's hazy, but I feel like this is accurate and happened is that, um, as I was getting off the phone with Kelly before I went to the club, cause it was, I think when I talked to Kelly, I had a few hours between, mm-hmm. you know, um, getting, you know, kicked out of the place and, and uh, getting to go to the show. Um, but I th- I'm pretty sure that Kelly asked me, like, at the end of the phone call, like, what are you going to do now? And I remember thinking, there, there was one voice in my head was like, well, you can't go to the show. You're going to have to call Corey and tell him you can't make it. Because, like, you got to figure out, you know, mm, if yes. it's 6 o'clock at night right now, like, you got to figure out how, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But it, it was one of those things of, like, it was so great in a way because it was like, well, what am I going to do, like, there's no way I'm just gonna like, you know, I could sit here, I could I could not go to the show, not see Corey, not see Zoe, and I could sit here and call people, you know, for three hours and still not have a place to stay, you know? So it was kind of like, I, I, didn't, I didn't feel like I had many options. It's like, well, it's on the docket for me to hang out with my friend Corey, go see my friend Zoe's band, see Zoe afterwards, like, I'm, I'm just gonna do that. I don't know what else to do. I'm in this yeah. weird space yeah. and that's, so it's just, I think the, the the cool part of that is like sometimes you just have to go do what what was already set out. <laughs> like you don't have to like, you know, come up with some magic plan all by your darn self about how to, you know, revolutionize. And I think situation. that's the other thing is like I'm coming to believe that I have a whole slew of physical like you and, you know, a bunch of the, that are here to support me and help me. And then as and then I have even more help, non-physical help, like God, my inner being, spirit, angel, some people call them angels, whatever you want to call that non-physical energy that exists that we can't see with our eyes. Well, some people can see it, right? But Mm -hmm. uh, most of us don't. And yet I know, because I can feel it and have had experiences um, that it's there. Yeah. It's there assisting. Yeah. You know, like maybe, maybe something inspired Kelly to say that. Yeah. You know, I've, I've had multiple people, I've, I've had that happen to me and other people where they're just inspired to say something. It happened to me with Dr. Chris the other day. I was telling her about something and she, I mean, I was fearful of doing it yet knew it was the right thing and I was ready. And then she just said this sentence that was like, I felt God saying yes. And I really feel like those words were inspired from some non-physical energy and she was open channel to deliver it to me. So Dr. Chris being a San Diego chiropractor who was our guest in season one. Yeah. And I've been seeing her for probably 15 years now and she's amazing. I love her. So to finish out the story. Um, so Corey asked me, you know, how's your housing situation going? And I, as positively as I could, I said, you know, funny you should mention because I've been couch surfing and I thought I had a place for four nights <clears throat> and I kind of got kicked out. So actually I actually have no place to stay. <laughs> not only do I not have an apartment yet in here in Los Angeles, but I also don't have a place to stay tonight. And he was so great. And he just said, well, you're sleeping on my floor tonight, so you don't have to worry about Aww. that. And he's like, uh, give me a few minutes and I'm going to text everyone I know in Los Angeles and just tell them my friend Colin's looking for a place to live. Does anybody know anything? Like, 
not necessarily just do you have a place just like have you heard have you, do you have a friend a cousin anything and so he just like he sort of uh you know walked a few couple feet away from me for a few minutes and like texted madly and it i don't remember how long it was but it was only i think it was only a few minutes um he had a friend who had a sister and uh his friend's sister was living in a three-bedroom house and um they had just and they were sharing the rent on this uh relatively small house and um, they had just had a roommate move out. So they had a free bedroom. Um, they were looking for a third housemate. And um, he's like, can you, can you meet with them? And I was like, I can meet with them tomorrow. Like, you know, <laughs> like, all right, well, meet with them at 12 noon. And I'll never forget that. Like, it was like, oh, okay. And um, so saw the show. Zoe and her then boyfriend played great. I talked to Zoe afterwards. I had a great time. Nice. Went to Corey's place, slept on his floor, hung out with his dog Butch, um, and then <laughs> um, I just got like Corey and I had breakfast somewhere, I think, and then uh, I got in my car. I followed the directions. I drove to this house, and I met with uh, Anne, who ended up being one of my two housemates at the time. Mm. I got along great with her. Um, the other housemate, um, Kelly, had been. Uh, she was out of town, but she's like you can call her. And I think if you just have a conversation with her over, over the phone, she's like, I, I know she'll like you. So I, t I called Kelly on the phone yeah. and uh, not my sister, Kelly, but my housemate <laughs> Kelly, and um, talked to her and she's like, yeah, that's great. And I was like, when can I move in? She's like, you know, as soon as you're ready. And I'm like, I'm here. All my stuff's in my car. <laughs> like, literally all the stuff I need is in the driveway right now. So yeah. And I lived there for five years. That was, wow. that was the place I lived in for five, for oh, first five years in Los Angeles. I remember that. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Great story. Yeah. And it, it's, oh. it's not only, so I think to get back to what the card was saying about like life is going to have a variety of experiences for you and you just got to trust that that variety is right. It's going to help you. Even if it doesn't, you're having an experience that doesn't feel great. And I can't tell you how not great I felt <laughs> when the, 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 that uh, couch surfing opportunity ended pre you know prematurely um but it was a really good lesson for me at the time of like oh even what seems to me like a really unfortunate situation as long as i keep my vibration good it can that can not only be fine but it can actually propel me into some manifesting something awesome but it's the gift that keeps on giving i remember that that event in my life all the time and I, I think I told you I, we had. Uh, I'm really into the, the game Dungeons and Dragons right now. I had started my own, running my own game at this uh, game store that I still dearly love in Burbank. And um, the store that we play at on Tuesday nights had this sort of schedule thing. And then we're like, we're so sorry, but we can't. We're not going to have. You can come any other day of the week, but we can't. We don't have a space for you to play on Tuesday nights anymore. And my group, which was eight people at the time, the only time we could all meet was Tuesday night. So I had that same feeling because we were having so much fun and we were, we, the the store, the gaming store that we were meeting at was convenient for everybody. We loved playing there. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, we got to find a new place. And I, I, like that whole story about 
you know, talking to my sister on the phone, like, I don't know how, <laughs> but this is somehow for your greatest good. And we ended up, uh, we ended up finding another gaming store, like a couple miles away mm -hmm. and they're super nice to us and we love playing there and it all worked out great. And, right. um, but it's real, I think it's really challenging. Like people go through things where like they, sometimes people suddenly lose a job or sometimes somebody, uh, a romantic partner will break up with them, you know, and they didn't see it coming. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, you have that uh, moment yeah. of like, yeah. This happen. is not how I thought this was going to go. This seems really awful. Right. And I'm not saying that people shouldn't have the feelings that come up in those situations. That's human. But if you can practice just trusting that like, okay, this person broke up with me. I guess yeah. there's somebody even better yeah. out there. Like really feel you know? the feelings. We've talked about that before. Yeah. How important that is to feel them in a healthy way yeah. to the best of your ability. And yeah. then get to that point where you're like, okay, you know. Yeah. You know, put on your boots, pull up the bootstraps, and then, like, yeah. what's the next indicated thing? Like, and whatever I that think, may be in your situation. Yeah, and I've, I've heard people, you know, my friends, some of our mutual friends in San Diego, too, talk about, like, you know, like, I, like the experience of lots of people, I think, have had the experience of, like, they're not enjoying the job that they're at. But it's challenging to find a new job sometimes. So it's like they stay too long. And I guess this has also happened with relationships with me, with other people. Like, you know, you know, the relationship isn't working out, you know, one of you needs to end it, but it's like, there's going to be turmoil and, you know, difficult things to navigate. And sometimes the universe is like, okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> like but, but again, you, you remind me, it's not really the universe, like doing it out of nowhere. That's how we perceive it. But it's really like you have a vibration that's like, I got to get out of this job or I got to get out of this relationship. Yep. And your vibration creates the scenario, even without you doing anything. You don't walk in and quit. Yep. You don't yep. have the difficult conversation and break up yep. with somebody. They do it with you, but that's still your vibration that knew you needed to get out of that situation. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And I think people have, have had that experience of like, you know, it's really scary when I lost my job, but honestly, I cannot wait to get out of that place. <laughs> Up, you know, it was yeah. it was the worst thing that happened to me, and it was the best thing. That yeah, happened to yeah, me, yeah. You know? And yeah. it's like, yeah. Um, and I think that's the thing. It's it can always, um, like you said something earlier on in the episode about how you were like, yeah, and I just wasn't a cooperative component to that. And when you said that, I was like, yeah, but sometimes not being a cooperative component for something we want at one point in time is necessary for us to be the cooperate, like, like it creates the scenario somehow down the road in time where we are a cooperative component to what we're, we really want. So it's like, you need, sometimes you actually need that time where you're not the cooperative component to right. get to a place where you right. are the cooperative. And component. I think I was saying it more as in, um, you know, like right now and I'm walking through some stuff and I can see where it's my doubt and fear and worry or how that is really slowing it down yeah. versus um, it's not going to not happen because it's in my vortex, but I'm just slow. I'm not, I'm, I, everything's lined up yeah. and I'm the only holdout here. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. I realized like, okay, I can, when I'm in a really good feeling place, I can think about it like the end result and it feels really wonderful. But when I'm in a not so good place, I'm trying, but how? Yeah, but what if this happens? 
And then I'm, I'm not a cooperative component. And so therefore I need to just step back and just be like, it's all taken care of. And I don't know how, let me go over here and like take care of myself or let me go over here and do the next indicate indicated thing for something else or whatever. They just stand back and take myself out of the equation for now. But, um, cause when I look at my life, there's so many things that I wanted and some of them, I just kept telling the story of like, I don't know how, or mm, I don't yeah. know or whatever. And so it wasn't that it wasn't going to happen. And I, and they only know that now looking back and especially with the practices that, you know, I've come to learn and, and do in my life that I can see like, Oh my gosh, I was not a cooperative component there too, but yeah. it eventually happened because yeah. I love Abraham talks about um, your inner being knows what you want. You can call it your higher self knows what you want, knows where it is and knows your resistance and will guide you on the path of least resistance towards what you're wanting. Yeah. And that's what has happened in my life. Like, you know, for the longest time I kept saying, I don't know what I like, or I'm doing this job that I don't like, but I don't know what I like. But in my heart and soul, I wanted to be one of those people who did what they loved and they were happy. Yeah. And I am that today. Yeah. But 20 plus years ago, I was not. And I told the story for a very long time. I don't know what I like to do. Or I know what I like to do, but I don't know how I could make money out of that. You know, those just those yeah. all those different ways that um, just slow it down. Another um sort of thing I think about sometimes that just helps me visualize it is uh, when my sister Kelly and I were young, uh, growing up back in Maine on the East Coast, uh, where she still is, um, there was this uh, water park in the town that one of our grand- one set of grandparents lived in. It was called Aquaboggan Water Park. I think it's still there. Um, and But it's pretty small, like for those people who live in big cities or whatever. Like It was a very small water park comparatively. For us, it was like massive, but... Uh, but they had two parts to the park, and so basically two types of slides you can go down. And one of them was like this, they had some name for it, but it was like the speed slide. And it was just like, you get on it, and it's just like a straight line right down into the pool. And then the other one was this twisty, turny thing that took like three minutes, and you bounce you know, from side to side and everywhere, (laughs) and then eventually you end up splashing in the pool. And I feel like with, my you know practicing the art of allowing like there are times where i'm such a cooperative component like i'm trusting so much i'm thinking good thoughts which are making me have good feelings and i just like stuff just shows up so it's that the speed pool you know it's like you know and i'm and i'm off often shocked at how fast things can show up when i happen to be in that in that thing but um that vibration but you know both slides get to the bottom, you right, know, right. and, and the twisty turny one in a lot of ways is more fun sometimes than that's the, what I was saying when you one. were saying like the, the way you yeah. were describing that slide, I was like, yeah, that slide's fun. Yeah. The other it's slide a blast. Yeah. Like that fast and it yeah. can be exciting and, and enjoyable. It is its own kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But then the other one, <laughs> when you were describing it, I'm like, I like that slide better. Yeah. Because um, yeah. I have experienced that slide, but the way you described it, I'm like, yeah. that slide sounds more enjoyable. And actually, that is the slide 
that I was describing a minute ago of what my life has been like in the yeah. past. And I'm still doing that to this day with this thing yeah. that I'm experiencing now. So that's but, that is my journey. But it's so often, at least for me, my initial sort of ego-based, you know, my own will-based thinking is like, this has to happen fast and easy. Like it has to be the speed slide, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't want to go, uh, yeah. like, I don't want to, I just want to have it. Yeah. And yeah, it's like sometimes just trusting that like, yeah, the, the twisty turny one's more fun. <laughs> it takes longer, you know, it's not as quick, you know, but it's more fun. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah. So cool. All right. Wow. Great discussion. Uh, thank you all uh, for listening and watching here today. We hope you got something out of it that you can use in your life. Uh, remember, we're posting a brand new episode for you every single Monday morning. Um, so if you subscribe to us and click the alerts there so you get them, you'll get one every Monday. Um, we truly appreciate you doing whatever your platform allows you to do to support the podcast, liking us, following us. Uh, you can leave us a comment. You can write us a review. Um, and also, if you're on the YouTube version, all of our social media links and also our email address are down in the description on YouTube down below. Um, I want to give a shout out to your friend. Sarah. Sarah. Thank you. Left us a great comment. Um, yeah, wow. I also wanted to give a great shout out to uh, my sister again, Kelly, who listened to last week's oh, episode and yeah. sent us a very nice message about yeah. how it Thank you, Kelly. Along. Always yeah. love hearing, so. getting your feedback. And Thanks to all of you who listen and watch every week. We're super grateful to you. Thank you. Um, we wish you a very happy, abundant, and prosperous week, and we look forward to you joining us again on the next episode of Co-Creation Station. Bye, everybody. Bye.